Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us for our regularly scheduled uh, podcast. Pastor Corey, it's good to be back with you today. Uh, how are things on your side of the building? Uh, they're great, Tim. Good. Uh, you know, and I'm all out of jokes. I, I wish I had more jokes. Uh, I just, you know, if you have jokes out there, could you please comment? Because I'm out of material, I feel like. I'm, I'm digging the bottom of the joke ocean for more jokes. I'm are you, sure. Are you telling any on the bus or, or anything like that as you're driving? Uh, I'm really struggling. I, uh, I just don't have the material um, right now. So uh, sometimes, you know, with young kids, you can just turn anything into a joke, you know, um, knock, knock, who's there? Surely, surely who, surely this is a bad joke, you know, uh, it, <laughs> but uh oh, they laugh at everything but um yeah yeah i got we need people to comment we need we need yeah. we need some jokes I'd we love, really do yeah, love to we need some humor uh you know last last night we were talking in our called to care segment um not entirely about this but last night was a presidential debate and uh so that was interesting to watch on tv but uh <laughs> did you, did you <laughs> I'm just going to leave it like that. But okay, you, okay. If you, you want to know more, watch our call to care. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you know there are other candidates, though, running for president? There's a lot of candidates, yeah, right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, I, I saw an ad for one just last week. I think it was uh, this guy named Rick Astley. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but uh, he's running for president in 2020. And uh, the whole thing is he'll never, ever give you up. He'll never let you down. He'll never run around or desert you. and He'll never make you cry or say goodbye or tell a lie or hurt you. Uh, this seems like a pretty good campaign slogan, you know. I'm, I'm thinking maybe I'll vote for Rick Astley this year. I have a sincere question. Is Rick Astley American or is he British? I don't have any idea. Okay. Uh, well, I, it, it, it depends on if I vote for him. So we need to find, yeah. Rick, oh, well, it's an American flag. It's got to be true. <laughs> it's got to be true. <laughs> um. Check out our Call to Care segment for Tim and I's brief thoughts on the presidential debate. Don't worry, it's not a political endorsement. We're, we're never going to do that publicly. Um, some other announcements. We have a churchwide uh, town hall online and in-person meeting on October 11th at 5 p.m. That's a Sunday. Um, so if you want to uh, join us and find out about what we're doing, what we're not doing, why we're doing what we're doing, and why we're not doing what we're not doing, Sunday, October 11th at 5 p.m. Uh, you can join us uh, on a Zoom link that will be made available. Uh, you can uh, join us perhaps on our YouTube channel. You won't be able to interact if you're on YouTube, I don't think. And then you'll be able to join us uh, in person in the Fellowship Hall. Um, uh, if you don't use technology, we want to make that option available to you. So if you know somebody who'd like to do that option, please let them know. Uh, that will require masks and social distance. So all of that is October 11th. That's a Sunday, 5 p.m. to just kind of update about what's going on with the church. And you can give us your feedback. You can ask your questions. Uh, we want to be um, united in this time. Sounds good. Uh, um, we already mentioned our call to care segment, right, Tim, that we have. So uh, check that out. We'll be doing that weekly. If there's a topic you'd like us to address, let us know. And then we have our monthly newsletter coming out with all kinds of good articles and updates. There are lots of things going on with the church. The church never closed. We stopped having in-person worship services, but we never closed. Um, 
So we're about to announce uh, details for a baptism service coming up as an example, but check out the newsletter. You'll see it soon in your email inbox or for some of you or a lot of you, it will come to your mailbox, right? Yes. We mail yes. a lot out. So yeah, I just, yeah. About a help and keep the post office in business these days. Um, let's, let's not even get into the post office. You know, I bet you there's some good post office jokes too out there. Probably. You know? I really like yeah. our post office here in Palouse and I really like our folks down there and postmaster Derek and some of the other guys. Uh, you, know, you give them your stamp of approval. I do give my stamp of approval. Yes. Okay. I, I have another joke. Do you want another joke? Before yeah. We... Mail it my way. What, uh, what is it? So, well, you know, I've been, uh, thinking about <laughs> thinking about my financial future have you yeah yeah so i've i've uh, started investing is it that funny i started yes <laughs> i i started investing in stocks oh uh, good beef chicken and vegetable <laughs> and so uh, one day one day i hope to be a billionaire <laughs> oh oh a billionaire you you Sorry, are probably a billionaire I you probably that. are. Uh, that was great. I, I liked the front half, and, and then there was like a second punchline. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought it was funny that you're just investing in stocks. Yes. Beef, chicken. chicken. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, prayers for that journey to being a billionaire. Okay. So. Anyway. All right. <laughs> so the main reason we do our regularly scheduled podcast is to talk about the, the sermon scripture for the week and uh it's always a favorite part of my week to do this with you tim uh this week you're preaching this upcoming sunday so we're taking a break from our gospel of john series that you may believe uh, we still invite you to keep reading through the gospel of john and brief commercial if you want to do a bible plan reading plan on the bible app we're starting a group again monday i think 15 or so folks have already jumped on board with that but We'll start another 21-day reading plan on Monday, uh, Monday, October what? Is that the 5th, 6th? 5th. So if you're on the Bible app or you want it, just let us know and we'll get you the invitation. But you are preaching from Psalm 130 this week, uh, and you felt uh, called, uh, convicted to preach from that scripture on hope, if I remember right. And so... Yeah, what do you want to talk about Psalm 30? You want to read Psalm 130 to us? Uh, and then, but it's pretty short, so yeah, I think we go can for it. it. And then, um, yeah, talk a little bit about it. So I'm going to pull it up here on my smartphone device. I've got a Bible device in front of me. Like a paper Bible? A paper one right there. That's awesome. So uh, with a little sticky note. Um, okay, What's a sticky so, note? say? The sticky note is on Philippians 2. Where, oh. <laughs> you know, I think just as a side note, um, you know, when we select our, our additional scripture readings on Sunday mornings, I pull those from the lectionary. Uh, and for the last couple of weeks, we've been in Philippians. And last week we were in Philippians chapter 2 and the first part right before uh, what we just read uh, on, in our Call to Care podcast. And I just love how, uh, if, if I love how whoever selected the lectionary, whenever they did it, however they did it, whatever, I, sometimes I'm just amazed at how it speaks into my life or the situation of the world. 
um, at the time that it comes up in a, in a year. And uh, I love how God uses it in strange in strange yeah. ways. And I think it's, it's almost as if God knows what he's doing. Yeah, and how beautiful <laughs> that those words from Philippians 2 in this season uh, show up and we, we read about uh, Christ's nature and his humility and the way that we're supposed to walk and to treat, treat one another, uh, that we're not to grumble and complain, as it said in the, as we talked about in called the care. So I encourage people to look at, look at that, look at that chapter two this week, I guess, from Philippians. I, it's always a good, uh, always a good read and it, it's, it's pretty short, but a lot of really uh, powerful stuff packed into a short chapter definitely, uh, and, and totally appropriate to our time. So check cool. that out. But this is a, uh, we're going to, as you said, we'll be in Psalm 130 uh, this week. Uh, it's titled, My Soul Waits for the Lord. Out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, that you may be feared. I wait for the Lord, my soul waits, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning, more than watchmen for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is steadfast love, and with him is plentiful redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. So that is Psalm 130. And uh, maybe people feel like it's a strange psalm to, to come up with. But as I've been thinking, uh, when you, when you uh, asked me to preach uh, on this particular Sunday, um, what I thought and prayed about was, well, what, 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 do, we need, what do we need to hear? Um, and uh, you, you're working through the Gospel of John and, and uh, have a plan for that. And so... I thought, well, one of the things I, I really think we need to talk about in, in these days is having hope. What is true hope and uh, where do we put place our hope? And, and uh, so that's why I selected this, uh, this psalm. And of course, it starts out with not much hope. Um, it starts out in despair as the psalmist is really, um, we don't know exactly what's going on, but he's crying from the depths. And in the depths, the depths in the Bible are always this really dark place. And they're usually, uh, it may be in a place uh, close to death or where things are really, really bad. And he cries out to God from this place of death and asks for mercy. And, and then he remembers too um, some of who God is and that he is a God who forgives and he, um, is a God of steadfast love, and he is a God who will uh, redeem, uh, or he, I love the, it's plentiful redemption, or other other versions say plenteous, redemp, uh, plenteous redemption. There's a lot of redemption that's av available. Um, some people believe that uh, uh, this psalm itself in the end there, where it says, and he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities, that that points to Jesus and the true redemption. Uh, Martin Luther said that all of the whole of the gospel is in this one psalm, uh, which is kind of an interesting thought to think about it that way. 
Um, but what I what I I really love is the confidence with which the psalmist has his hope. Uh, as as it, and the way it's described there uh, is uh, that his soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen for the morning, and uh, watchmen uh, in the third third watch of the night, you know, the coldest, darkest uh, part of the day, longing for uh, light and for and for the warmth of the the day to come uh his hope is not a fleeting hope it's not wishful thinking it's not mere optimism it's a it's a hope rooted in the certainty that the sun will rise it will rise every day it rises and that's the same certainty uh that we have when we we if we put our our hope in jesus as to, opposed to uh, the things of this world and, and a political leader or, or an institution, government, whatever it might be. Um, those, those, you put your hope there, you will be disappointed. <laughs> you will be disappointed. But if you put your hope in the Lord, uh, you can be sure uh, of his love and his faithfulness and his redemption. And I really feel like that's a word that, that speaks to where we are as a, as a church, as a, as a community, uh, as individuals uh, in different circumstances, whatever we might face, and as a country. Um, and so that's kind of why I chose it and, um, and, and why we're taking a look at it, because we want to talk about hope. Because, uh, mm. you know, after the debate last night, you might not feel like you have much hope, <laughs> but... But thank God, if we put our hope in Jesus Christ and in his love and his faithfulness, we have hope for redemption. And that's greater than anything this world could provide. So there you Yeah. When you were just talking about that, uh, I was thinking about Jesus's Sermon on the Mount. I think it's in chapter seven of Matthew, where he talks about the wise and the foolish man. Um, and the wise man builds his house upon the rock. and mm -hmm. Uh, and I am a foolish man when I build my house upon the sand, when I build my house upon things that are shifting, you know, whether it's a political party or, or my 401k or anything that it isn't God, right. That isn't, is temporary and passing away. Um, whether it's worldly treasure, whether it's one of my own dreams, if I make something into God and put my hope in that, that thing can't handle it. And my soul shouldn't be anchoring into something that can move away like sand. I should be anchored in something permanent and unchanging and totally faithful. And the only being, the only entity who is permanently, totally faithful and unchanging and perfectly good is, is God. Right. And, and we meet God through Jesus Christ. I, I just think that there's so much uh, scripture that connects here. I think one of the challenges you'll have is like, Ah, which scriptures do I pick? <laughs> but uh, but I'm just looking forward to a hopeful message of uh, uh, just being anchored in God. It sounds like that's the direction you're going to. And no matter what winds blow this season, if we're anchored in God, we will we will face troubles, but God will overcome uh, or help us overcome whatever blows in, right? Whatever comes. So. Um, yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. 
what what uh i was looking up this word hope in the hebrew you know um and i'm not a hebrew expert by any means um but uh it's interesting it's 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 used in job which i'm i'm thinking you might bring up job maybe sunday uh you and i've talked so that might happen right uh but it this this word hope uh, in the hebrew has something to do with waiting like <laughs> hope is not an instantaneous um uh, uh thing where our immediate desires are maybe always satisfied it it it's somehow connected with waiting and trusting i guess right waiting and trusting like it's so it's connected with that other important word faith or belief that we believe and therefore we hope right. um, and we misuse the word all the time in english right hope we we use it as a synonym for worry like i hope the mariners are good this year i always say that but what i mean is i worry they're going to suck again right exactly. um and so we, we we miss it we misuse it in our common conversations all the time and in the biblical sense, it has to do with uh, it's it's connected to trust, to belief, right? And right. and it, it it implies because we trust and believe, we will endure or we will stay connected to. Uh, uh, we will wait. We will persevere. It. I, I don't know. It's all connected. Does that make sense? I, I think. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, you're right. In the Hebrew, it's connected to waiting, and there are a couple different words for hope. And uh, I'm terrible with Hebrew, but uh, yakal uh, and kava, or I think, um, and and there's this. Uh, so what, kava is uh, the imagery is like a cord that's in tension, and you're waiting for it to kind of kind of break. You know, this anticipation that something is coming. And uh, so this hope is this, the hope that we have in God is an anticipation of a future that's better than the present. Mm. And that's a certainty based on the scripture uh, that we have, that there is a future for us that is better than the present. And if we can live in that, um, I think we'll do, we'll be a lot better off, uh, as we walk through life, right? If we're really yeah. focused on the future that's coming. And I just want to speak to you folks out there listening. What Tim said uh, is just true. Uh, it's just true because God is in control and good that if we trust him, there is a better future, uh, both in the kingdom of God now as it expands and in the eternal life that awaits us. Really eternity is invading our world now. That's the, the kingdom of God, good news message is that the body of Christ is here. God's spirit is here. We're part of his work now so that he, he is going to overcome and he is doing good in this world now, but he is going to, uh, you know, be our, our, uh, we're going to see him fully one day, right? Better, there's a better home awaiting in the sky, Lord, in the sky. Um, so, yeah. So that's all connected to hope. Uh, yeah. And and we're certain of that. It's a confident, confident expectation. Yeah. Confident expectation with humility, right? I mean, we, it's nothing that we have done. Um, so, yeah. So that you know, to to draw an ethical or behavioral conclusion from it, that means that in our life we don't have to take shortcuts and 
push people around here and now because we got to have the Christian laws or the, you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot of Christians act in very unchristlike ways because they feel an urgency rather than waiting on the Lord and patiently working out God's plan. And yeah, there's some things in the world that maybe we don't like, but our job is to represent Christ here and now and, and God will work things out. Right. I don't know if any of that made sense, but let's, yeah. Okay. I'm going to leave it there. No, no, that's, that's good. And, and uh, you're, you're right. And, and the phone's ringing. Again. The phone's ringing. It wants us to end. The... <laughs> Um, so yeah, I look forward to preaching the message on Sunday and I hope people can join us for that. And I hope they're not hearing the messages playing in the background. I'm again, sure they are. That. So uh, I'll sign off and maybe get, uh, get out of here before somebody leaves a message. So uh, thank you all for listening and watching. This has been Tim and Corey coming to you from our Hilltop studios in the rolling hills of Palouse, Washington. And we hope you have a blessed week. Thanks for uh, listening. Beep. <laughs>